I get just that. Because, just because there's my, a fucking bye week doesn't mean that everyone's just magically out. Magically no, but no, Chris Klein has promised. He promised me. <laughs> okay, <laughs> no, fuck you. This guy handles the media like a toddler, and I fucking hate him about it. He promised me that this team was coming out completely healthy. Well, they were. I would not have You're to watch Will Howard. He told me I would not have to watch Will Howard. <laughs> To my face, the best backup quarterback in the country. And then the Cowboys. Okay, let's get this thing going. The Flyover State Sports Show is for a mature audience. It contains strong language and adult situations. We do not own the rights to any audio of the podcast. Viewer discretion is advised. Is this on? everybody and welcome back to the flyover state sports show i am your host sam long and i am joined by my two beautiful co-hosts beans and gavin oh i should probably record this podcast real quick Bye. i'm kidding i'm kidding it's recording <laughs> it's recording i'm kidding you know I what i can see it in the top hand corner right there by the way you two grab that beer at the exact same time people people that are watching on youtube well, you took the drink at the same exact time. Yep. <laughs> Poetry in motion. Gentlemen, we have an exciting show for you today. Um, and for all of us today, I suppose. I suppose the show is, you know, more for the viewers, less for us, even though we do it for us. It's a show for us, by us, and I am rambling. Yeah. Someone save me from myself. <laughs> this is my therapy. This is, yeah, we need to we need to definitely talk about some things, and this is how we express it. Yeah. Well, gentlemen, this show is sponsored by losing. Losing is tough and it is hard and we all hate it. And both college teams decided to do it this week for the first time all season, making this a very sad flyover state college sports show. We'll start in alphabetical order with the University of Rock Chalk, Kansas Jayhawks going down to Waco, Texas in order to face the Baylor Bears. And it was one of the games of all time. I can honestly say I watched the first half and then had a wedding the second half. They got their <laughs> ass kicked in the first half. And then I feverishly updated on my phone thinking, oh, ha, ha, um, dumb bird go burr. And then dumb bird really did go burr and almost <laughs> won the fucking game. I don't know how it happened. I don't even know what happens. I just know that KU's defense is still not very good against the run. Gentlemen, save me from myself. Save me my pain. And ask me about the wedding later on. You know what? I'll just talk about it in my hot take. Fuck it. <laughs> what do we think of the birds? Uh, so my initial thought is I really didn't get to watch much of it. Um, but from just the few, like just from the, 
time frames that I was able to watch. It's it's just a different team now, don't you think? Probably, yeah. I didn't really like. like I, you know, I, it, it's it's because having a backup quarterback fucking sucks. We'll get it, to that. Yeah, and I I don't know. Like I thought maybe going into this, like this was going to be their sixth win. Um, I even had them. I even had them last week winning. I, I, I know you them. and your all yeah. my really good fucking record. Had a sham, a sham. I'm a sh- yeah. Sham. You're a fucking hack, you idiot. Yeah. And I thought this would be the game to get them to that bowl eligibility. Now it just makes it that much harder. Like every game you're losing now is just like you. Your window is you know going and down. Arrows. Yeah. And I don't know. I, I thought this was gonna be their week to do it. And if, I feel like I feel like if KU misses that bowl game, this I feel like they're crushed at that point. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. Due to new expectations. But I'm I'm I said it last week uh, again this week and for every week for the rest of the season. There's nothing new to add. KU is playing with house money. They're probably going to get that sixth win at some point. the The program has taken a step forward. They lost their starting quarterback. Like I only I don't expect them to win this game coming into the season. Sure, maybe you expect it because they've looked a lot better. But you said it best. This is a new team. This is a new program. Like, they've taken the step. Now we just acquire talent. That's the story for the rest of the season and really until this point next year. Beans, what did I say the score was going to be? You absolutely said that Turd said 42-35 KU losing. You said 34-27 KU losing. And I said 35-30 KU winning. I don't even remember the final score. Yeah, but I pretty much... 38, 38, or 23, 35. Nailed it. You guys were like, well. I mean, we were score off, but you were were close. (laughs) Yeah, something about that. Um, Yeah, dude, there's not much to add. I kind of said it last week. I didn't really trust KU against Baylor because Baylor's good at home. And I think we've kind of seen that KU is a pretty – average to below average team with Jason Bean with a lot of heart. They have a lot of heart and a lot of spunk and not a whole lot of talent. And I thought that was what was pretty evident versus Oklahoma as well is Oklahoma is a very gettable game. If you have talent, KU just kind of doesn't when Jalen Daniels isn't playing. Um, I mean, if you look at the grand scheme of the Oklahoma game, they got out talented and that's just kind of what happened and right here it kind of feels like the same thing like they are probably about as good as Baylor to Baylor just has more talent it's a very similar situation to Clemson and Syracuse in that game kind of how Syracuse and Clemson are probably about just as good as each other Clemson has way more talent and pedigree so Clemson wins the game like even though they were losing I I will say and like not to move us along too quickly here, but like it is important that they're like going into their bye week now, like some of the pizzazz of the early season start has fallen off. Not that you've like completely backed down, like obviously you're still exceeding expectations and everything. This is a really good opportunity for KU to kind of just like, okay, like emotions are kind of out of it at this point. We can reset and we can get ready to get that sixth win whenever it comes and get to that bowl game. This is a great opportunity for them to just get healthy, reset, and approach their last couple games. 
So I think that's kind of the big issue right now is, yes, KU is 5-3 and three still. I still have a very hard time pointing out where that win comes from. I keep coming back to K-State because K-State struggles to put up points and KU doesn't struggle to put up points. It's been the complete constant over the season. And I come to Texas Tech because Texas Tech is probably the least talented team they have left on the schedule. Um, just from those standpoints. But I think, again, I feel like, and this is what I feared, and I said it like a month ago, and you got, and I don't think a lot of people took me seriously, but I said after they beat Iowa State that they weren't as good as they had been showing necessarily. Or it might have been after the TCU game, now that I think about it. But I said they are in danger of going five and seven, and that would be a big detriment to the program morale-wise. And I think we've already seen a lot of steam come out of the sails after three losses, and I don't know what happens if you get to three more losses and then you lose to your biggest rival in a game that would get you eligible if you win. Again, we're still better than we were, but this is about generating excitement and optimism into the next season. Wherever the win comes doesn't matter. You can win next week, not this upcoming week, but the week after, get to six and three and lose the last three, and you're still going to a bowl game, and that's really exciting. But if you're missing a bowl game at this point, you have to be a little concerned that a lot of the momentum was lost because you blew it so early. I, so I feel so that is the caution that I want to throw into this and why the bye week is so important to reset, recalibrate, as you said. Now, with the bye week, bye weeks can be good or bad. I don't know Lance Leipold's um, – I don't really know Lance's uh, pedigree off of bye weeks. I don't know if he's an Andy Reid guy. That's or... what I was just about to say is, like, if they come off the bye and kind of just, like, lay an egg, that's, like, where I would be, like, Concerned. panicking almost. Yeah, like, I'm, like, I'm – this is actually kind of bad, especially because – and, like, I get you play K-State last week of the season, so that should help draw some excitement. But with excitement also comes the possibility of a letdown. But, like, basketball season's coming. And yeah. it's going to be – it can get difficult if all of that excitement after that big high of college game day just meanders its way back to normal. You can just very easily just, like, get an empty stadium again when we get to the end of the season and basketball season started. And that team won a national title, and your football team's on a five-game losing streak. Exactly. And, like, that's – that's the fear for me. They're like they're undoubtedly better, right? Mm-hmm. Like they are undoubtedly better than they were. I fear about the momentum, yeah. right? Like yep. bad momentum can take this from being like by the time Jalen Daniels is a senior or like in his last year of eligibility in two years, they're maybe doing like an Iowa State type thing where they're making the Big 12 title. To in two years, they're just kind of what K-State's been the past five. Like, they're fine in their mid, right? Yeah. So, like, I don't know. 
that, yeah, that's I, kind of my overarching thing that I wanted to talk about KU. But in, in terms of the game, like, it went about as much as I thought it would go. So I don't have really much to add. Yeah, no, I completely agree. I think uh, for – I think it's important noting that, like, there's been enough of a step forward and enough success that, like, regardless of what happens to the end of the season, worst-case scenario at this point, you lose momentum, everybody's pissed, you don't make a bowl game. But, like, next football season is still going to come with higher expectations and feel better than this year did because you felt that step get taken. It's yeah. just not going to be the same if they just fall flat on their face the rest of the year. You got anything to add to that, Beans? No, not at all. Um, I think going into the bye week, this is a good time to look in the mirror and reevaluate. All right, Beans. Uh, you called the K-State game last week. You got it exactly to a T, and for that, go fuck yourself. Yeah. Um, lead us off. Let, let us know how you feel about ruining my hopes and dreams. Well, how are you? Well, all I got to say is football is not that complicated in judging. And it was, you know, but I hope that I hope we learn from this. Like this is this is a gut check right here. This is like almost like a puke and rally situation. Like we were on we were doing pretty good. We were on our high. And now we're puke. We just puke. Now we're here. We're down here. We got to now just got to keep drinking. Right, I got we got to keep drinking. You can puke. And we got to we got to keep drinking. We got to get back up to here. Uh, we got to <laughs> we got to bring. I feel like that's not the answer. Is you don't keep drinking. Yeah, yeah. You know, after you puke, you keep drinking. That way, keep that way, drinking that, way, that Will Howard juice. Just that way, the drinking. vibes keep getting better. Um, no, that game just uh, even like okay. Everything was against us. Like the fact that just the atmosphere between being at TCU, the night game, the blackout, everything like that. Even the announcers just like they acted like they didn't know anything about K-State and that pissed me off. They like, never do. I don't know why you would expect them to. No, I, some of them do. Some no. of them are really oh, – oh, okay. the, the thing is – is they don't, dude. Like, I know, and they don't fucking but when, know. But like when Adrian Martinez got hurt, like they wanted to pretend like he was pulled, like there for the longest time, and it's like, which doesn't make any fucking sense. Why I would disagree. they be pulling him? But what? What would Gavin, you disagree with? How can you, say- Gavin? Okay, when was the last time you saw an offense move twenty yards and attempt one pass? and then pull the quarterback that's been starting for the last six games in the first quarter of any game. At like, halftime, it really? absolutely looked like Will Howard. It was completely believable that Will Howard had just taken a step, and Adrian Martinez has not been that good this year, and he's been like pushed up by a good story and by rushing stats, but as far as like quarterback play was just not that good. I feel and at like halftime, I would have completely believed if the coaching staff and the way Will Howard was playing was just like, yeah, Will Howard's just like balled out this year. And we just thought that like he was the better option at this point. Now, obviously, in the second half, Jake Rubley comes in. We figure out Will Howard is still Will Howard, blah, blah, blah. But there was a solid hour and a half that I would have believed that Adrian Martinez was benched, especially with the way he goes out and doesn't look hurt. Like it just kind of 
seemed that way to well, me for a little bit. And what I, pissed I me had no me. inkling of that because, like, me. that's a ridiculous notion. You think too highly of Adrian Martinez's play this season? Though. No, I don't no. think so highly of Adrian Martinez's play. I genuinely don't understand. Why are you trotting him out there for the first drive of the game? Then, like, what? What the fuck is the point? I'm, like, like, what? What's well, the point? Like, why? Why run? He he gains twenty yards on a run, throws a screen pass, and then misses one pass. A pass that he's been a pass that he misses pretty much all year, and it's like that's the straw. Like really, in the biggest game of the year at night at TCU. Okay, a couple of things here. If he is hurt, why was he still in pads and have a helmet on the sideline? Like if your guy is hurt, I expect to see him in sweats at that. Yeah, point. we're we're operating under the assumption of like I just. It, to close that off, I didn't think it was crazy. And like B, when we're talking about our coaching staff, if Adrian is hurt coming into the game, why is he playing the first drive period? Well, why are why are because we off of a bye week? We, we, go. Have, we shouldn't be coming off the of a bye week. Have, we have we shouldn't be coming off of a bye week with this issue of whether or not people are healthy or not. Bro, I know, but there it wasn't just him. It was a multiple. Yeah, amount we're of seeing players. how Julian Brents could go after he pulled his hamstring, and how did that go? Our, well, that uh, was stupid. I can't defend that at all. I, but there's dude, a lot of like, injuries fucking happen during games. Like, no, I I get because, that. Just because it's a fucking bye week doesn't mean that everyone's just magically out. Magically, no, like, but no, Chris Clemens promised. He promised. Me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> no, fuck you. This guy handles the media like a toddler, and I fucking hate him about it. He promised me that this team was coming out completely healthy. Well, they were. I would not have to watch Will Howard. He told me I would not have to watch Will Howard. <laughs> to my face. The best backup quarterback in the country. What do you mean? This is ridiculous. Like, why are we overanalyzing this? No, okay. In all Look, seriousness, throw this game out. In practice. He got pulled from the game because he re-aggravated an injury. He probably tried to see if he could go for the entirety of the game. He couldn't. And then, like... Everyone else got hurt during okay. the game. Well, let's move on from injuries here. Aside from I mean, that, that was the whole game. I know that was the whole game, but aside from that, like we have to take this, like, and just accept it for what it is. Like now we're coming into OSU hurt, and it's no, I just. Wanna, I want to keep talking about the TCU yeah. game. Okay. Yeah. Like, yeah. I... Quick, quick recap for anyone who didn't listen. I've, you, you're just bitching about shit for the last five minutes. You don't even know what the fuck happened during the game. Uh, K-State pretty much came out and, for all intents and purposes, dominated the first 25 minutes of the game. Yeah. And then didn't for the rest of the 35. Like, I mean, it was it was pretty much a dominant performance for 25 minutes and then not. And I think the thing I want to take away from that and talk about that is, well, Howard looked really good, but TCU also made Jason Bean look really good. So I don't even... TCU's awful against backup quarterbacks. Like, I think we can just put that. I just don't think they have that good of a defense. Well, I don't think they do either. I think the problem is, is, um, I I feel like they were very prepared for Adrian Martinez. There is. I don't feel like they were very prepared for us coming out and throwing the ball. Yeah. Um, I, I feel like offense, we went a little conservative in the second half, but I think at the end of the day, like, you just got to, you gotta make plays. Like that's always been my well, thing. Is you have you, you have to make the fucking you have to make it happen on offense. And our offense fucking sucked for like 
50% of the season. So like, I'm not surprised the offense, it, it, it would have hurt less if we would have just sucked on offense. It would have made more sense. Right. Right. Yeah. Beans, you're, you're going to say something about how the coach put players in good positions. Yes, I know. No, not that. Uh, can, can we bring in a kicker, a Juco kicker in December, please? Dude, okay, Please. by the way, I just want to say this. I was saying this when uh, fucking McCrane, like, got hurt for yeah. that period. And we had, like, Ian Patterson, like, yep. kicking for us. And it, it genuinely boggles my mind. By the way, he's missed his last three field goals or three of his last four. Yeah. Yep. After, three like, hitting a ton in a row. But it boggles the mind. There is no chance... That Chris Tennant, no offense, Chris, there's no chance that Chris Tennant is the best kicker in the state of Kansas. There's just a 0% chance in my in my eyes. I, I can go to a, and, and, and no offense to NAI or anything like that, no offense to Kansas JUCOs, no offense to any level, D3, D2, whatever we have out here. I can go to a college out here in Kansas, pull them out off of their field right now and bring him to the case to the case, Bill Snyder and have him kick. And he would be better than what I'm sorry. So here's my thing, right? Like I bet you Chris Tennant is fine in like practice and like, and that's what sucks. That's what sucks is like, I'm sure he's good, but at a certain point when we're lining up for a 44 yard field goal, and I just think, oh my God, he's not gonna make this. Like exactly, that's when we reach that point. I like, should have to missed a ton of kicks this year. I feel bad for the guy because yep. he wasn't even supposed to be the starter last year, and then he just was because the other kicker was awful, and then quit. So it's just Chris Tennant, and I feel bad, like genuinely. But like at the same time, it's like, dude, we're running a fucking like what mid high level like athletics program here like for yeah. god's sakes like don't cheap out on the fucking kicker yeah they win special teams win games and our special teams aren't even that good and that's like like that was our bread and butter is it, good special teams help is this what we shouldn't is this where like we hit the point where like yeah special teams makes a difference like and our special teams coach just isn't cutting it anymore we don't even have a special teams coach i don't think oh it is climbing isn't it yeah, well, I think it's Yay. like I think it's like special teams coached by committee or something. Another no, I think I think Kleiman talked about it in a presser once. He is leading the special teams. Okay, oh, God. Well, oh God. <laughs> oh, I miss Sean Snyder on special teams. But oh, regardless wow. of everything about that, it's like I, I'm not even thinking the special teams isn't really loses the games. It's the kicker. I know, but this game, teams, the game looks a little different uh, mm-hmm. if our special teams would have. Well, I mean, you know, if you make one of those field goals, you're driving down with like a minute left, no t- or a minute and a half left, no timeouts to tie the game. Yeah. Like, there, there's a whole bunch. Okay. I want to like end talking about this, right? We can just say K State was really good in the first half, got beat up, still no, no excuses for losing, right? You're up 28 to uh, what was it? Nope. 28 to 10, 28 to 10. You're up by 18 points. Got to win the game. No excuses for how hard everyone was. Um, Big takeaways for me. um, I mean, I don't know. I think, I think K-State can win that game if they stay healthy. Obviously that's not how it happened. Um, Hope Adrian's okay. My biggest takeaway is I, 
I talked about how I didn't think the run defense was good enough for K-State. And those the, that came to roost. <laughs> the run defense is not very good for K-State. I'm less so concerned about the pass defense, but the run defense is a big problem and one that I think could actually genuinely affect the course of the season, especially when we're going to have to play a team like Texas. I agree. I so, Oklahoma State next week. Exactly. Oak State and Texas both can run the ball. So, again, I think there's a lot of things you can take away positively for K-State. I mean, they look good. Malik Knowles looked good. Deuce looked good when he broke free and such. But there's a lot of negative aspects of it, too. But that comes with the territory of losing. So I, I do um, want to ask one question just, like, regarding the program as a whole. Uh, to you guys, because I know I've always been on one side of this, and I'm just curious how you guys feel at this point, because one thing that's frustrated me consistently about Kleinman is just, and I I know that you can just attribute some of it away, um, and I guess I don't even want to go to this yet. Um, the When it comes to the injuries and off the bye, the only thing that frustrates me about them is re-aggravations to where, like, if that many players are getting re-aggravated, I'd like argue that you just were playing players that weren't 100% back in the first place, and that's kind of an issue. And then what playing hurt players is also just like an issue that shouldn't be happening. I, I all of that is just leading to like not having a gauge on the overall health and like recovery of your players, which is just concerning. That's not a really a Chris Kleiman thing, just a like overall. Co- I'm not who's responsible for that i mean that would be um, trainers pretty much i mean you're yeah it sounds like it sounds like you want to question the training staff which i guess you could definitely do like i mean well, I like and something like that off a of bye week with the way it happened that's just how i felt um but i i kind of put that on the coaching staff not having a good grasp on that and i've I have I this. Mean, like, everyone's playing hurt through a football season, though. You know what I mean? Yeah, there's like, a difference between like playing there's hurt. There's a difference and, between like, being hurt and being injured. But I mean, like, it, I don't know. Did Daniel Green ha- even have an injury designation like before the game? He got I'm, hurt. I'm not saying it's everyone, but like, if Julius Brents doesn't come into the game and like obviously have a hurt hamstring when the play starts, like. There's just a lot of data points that are making that, me. That's the one that I think was dumb. Well, that, like that feels like one where the coaching staff felt kind of like, oh my god, this game is slipping away. We need to make sure that our best players are out there. Julius, can you go? Julius nods yes because Julius <laughs> wants to play. Yes. And then Julius pulls his hamstring trying to chase Quentin Johnston, you know, fifty yards downfield. No, yeah, and I I get it. I just like our coaching staff to be able to protect themselves a little better than this because now we're going into Oklahoma State and Adrian Martinez is still like probably not going to play per Chris Kleinman today. And Oklahoma State can't keep getting away with this. This will be the third year in a row they will have faced Will Howard instead of Skylar Thompson or Adrian Martinez. They can't keep getting away with this. Like, they can't keep getting away with it. This is ridiculous. Like, I am so – I'm baffled that, like, they get to play our fucking back 
it's like, oh, yeah, you haven't beaten Oklahoma State in X amount of years since Skyler beat them that one year. And it's like, yeah, because, like, last two times we had fucking Bloward playing. Like, we never had a shot. Art. But, um, yeah, a lot of injuries this game. Like you said, Adrian Martinez banged up. Um, Does Chris Kleinman's interactions with the media piss you guys off? No, because why would the fucking coach get – it's the same thing as Bill Snyder. Like, Bill Snyder didn't fucking ever say anything either. There's a difference between not saying anything and your answer making me question if you have an idea of what's going on. <laughs> I don't know. And, uh, like, I would just, I like... I listen to our fucking coach, dude. I don't know why, like... I don't listen to fucking coaches, period. This is a completely different subject. Anything the coach fucking says in the press is fucking bullshit. I don't know why anyone fucking takes any stock in that. The only thing I give a shit about if a coach says is, yeah, this guy's not playing. Bam, that's it. Like, what Like what else has ever been revealed in a coach press conference of, like, no. Like, genuinely. I Like, maybe I'm wrong. But, like, I, I, I listened to a ton of, like, post-game pressers, a ton of, like, midweek pressers before for, like, pro and college and everywhere. And it's all just the same variation of, like, we're not fucking saying anything, and it's just a different variation of how one, like, says that. It's like, I, there's nothing. I I get that, and, like, I, under, I understand coach speak and just the wide array that that can look like. But, like, attributing br- blame to the wrong places, I, I, I can't stand this dude talking about Will Howard. If Will Howard, like, ha- I don't know what dirt Will Howard has on this guy, but... This dude talks about Will Howard like he's legitimately his wife and just, like, doesn't want to go through, like, a divorce or something like that. I mean, he's, like, the first quarterback that you recruited there. It's like, you know, that girlfriend you had in middle school that you just can't give up. I, I, every single time I see a quote from a press conference with Chris Kleinman, it just, like, slowly and steadily builds my, like, discontent or like concern i guess is the best way to put that i mean he was almost right though i mean if will howard would have balled out for like just the third quarter just enough to actually win us that game he would have looked like a fucking genius so well okay okay you say that but then you'd think it was crazy that adrian was benched so no i again i do think it was crazy that he was benched i i don't know for me i don't know why I don't know how you get to that conclusion. Part so I listened to the game without volume for like a long time, like the first basically first quarter. So like I didn't even like listen to what the announcers were saying the first quarter. So I didn't even hear them like talking about how they were speculating he got benched. So I was just like, oh yeah, he got oh. fucking hurt. Like I didn't duh. even catch that. I just thought it was like a possibility after Will started playing so well. But okay, I so mean, we gotta we gotta put a pin in this yeah yeah we're we're showing our k-state bias yeah a lot but again no fuck those ku people they have a fucking national title i don't give a shit about them yeah whatever i don't care (laughs) um yeah so everyone's fucking hurt and khalid duke suspended for a half because the targeting rule is fucking stupid um i don't know if he was able to appeal that or not probably not whatever Um, I don't know. There's not a whole lot to say. Oklahoma State is frauds, like, for real. They're actually not that good, but they're going to be better than us this day. We're going to lose by about 17, probably, just because Will Howard is actually going to probably start. So, I don't know. They're probably going to run the ball a lot. We're probably going to score, like, 10 points. So, chalk me up for, like, 27 to 10. 
And uh, make it 34 to 17. I'll make it a yeah. little bit more enjoyable myself. There you go. Um, you know what? We're just going straight doom and gloom for this game. If we, yeah, which sucks because like if we just lose that game against TCU normally, it's like oh yeah, like we win this game though, we're right back where we were. Like not exactly where we were, but I mean like K State still controls their own destiny, still has everything to play for. You win the next two games, like Texas is pretty much. Oklahoma State, you pretty much have a two-game lead on them, and, like, you're basically just back where you were. And you get your little rematch against TCU, hopefully closer to full strength. But I don't know. It just doesn't feel like it's in the cards, which means it will definitely happen now. So expect <laughs> the Cats to win. Make me look like a fucking idiot. Because it's for, worth it. Because for reasons they're favorites at home and for reasons reason, – I don't even know. Fuck it. Uh Cats lose 34 to 17 because there's no upside to K-State fandom ever. I'm ready for basketball season after this game, probably. Gavin? 35-9, Oklahoma State. Oh, how's Chris wow. Tennant going to hit fucking three field goals, you idiot? No, he's going to miss a PAT and hit a field goal. <laughs> oh, let's go. <laughs> Dang, so, you're, you're out for us to get fucking smoked. I like... Yeah, I I mean, we didn't play anybody, like, it, early in the season. We lost to the one good team we played. And is, this, is this the one game where, like, we throw it and, like, do okay throwing, maybe? No, because Oklahoma State already has too much film on Will Howard. That's true. That, that is. Just throwing. Like, yeah. oh, <laughs> by that the way. The sad part, too, is we actually looked pretty good, at, like, doing, like, stuff. And then I, just, I will say, Jake Rubley, like we saw you early in the season. The one nice thing I'm gonna say about you, I love the fucking confidence in the kid that comes out there and is just immediately like, "Fuck yeah, I can throw this across the field out route." Like I got this in me, and then is instantly just like, like you know, no, oh shit, I don't, and gets pulled. But love the confidence in him. Let's keep that up. Just maybe. Uh, like short side of the field out route next time or something. But. <laughs> um, I I will say too. The one thing that bothered me, so like when we went for it on fourth and one, like on our own thirty-five, like the decision doesn't necessarily bother me, right? It's a nice aggressive play to go at that point take the lead. I think it was either take the lead or tie the game. I can't remember which one. Like, I'm okay with the aggressiveness, like, whatever. And I'm okay with the call. I'm always down for a quarterback sneak. I mean, it's a little, you know, it's a little heavy-handed, but I'm okay with it. But the part that bothered me was that we had Jake Rubley do the quarterback sneak, which didn't necessarily bother me until Will Howard came in the very next drive. And then it's like, wait a minute. Like, why didn't we just put Will Howard out there to fucking do it? But whatever. I think I figured out the reason why we don't do quarterback sneaks, though, like more often, is Will and Jake are awful at quarterback sneaks. So, like, there's an art to, like... Yeah, I don't don't believe that. No, dude, if you watch, like, Tom Brady and you watch, like, Josh Allen do, like, a quarterback sneak, like, they are, like millisecond delay and hit like the most like open hole right 
Like, they're good at it. Like, Jake Rubley and, like, Will Howard are very much, like, snap, head down, forward. Like, they're bad at it. Like, it it can still work. But, like, both of those dudes are, like, not good at quarterback sneaks. Hmm. Yeah, I got I got I, nothing I got to add nothing on, on quarterback sneaks. I got nothing on that. We don't yeah, that, Kansas, we, we Kansas City does way too much. Like they're just a given like assumption that we should get them. Well, yeah, I mean we should be able to do it. Like that that's not that that's not necessarily my argument. My argument is more along the lines of if you watch like Tom Brady and Josh Allen do it, like they're better at it than like those guys. So beans, did you I, ever get a score? No, yeah. they they're gonna lose 31-14. I'm gonna keep it where you guys are. Damn, I gave us fucking just like ices around my score every single I feel, time. I feel like <laughs> I gave a 17 and like now I feel like I'm fucking, you know, thinking we're gonna have a fucking offensive game and a half or something. Hey, uh, I want this to be the week that we're wrong. What, Go ahead. What's the status on Will Howard's red shirt now, by the way? Oh, it's gone. Okay. It's gone. Don't you get four games? I thought you didn't get a conference I thought it was the first four games. Is it really? I, I thought it was the first four. Then why did Jalen Daniels what, – whatever. I don't know. I don't give a shit. It's because we it, have the best backup quarterback in the country. And you it, just got I, don't, I don't fucking care. Well, then that's another reason why Adrian Martinez didn't just get fucking benched because you don't just burn the red shirt off of some dude just to fucking – you're trying to win that fucking game. Yeah, I, don't quote I don't me know. That. Whatever. I don't care. I want to talk about the Chiefs. One of our teams actually fucking won this week. They scored a ton of points. Chiefs are back again. We're going to pretend. We'll do this yo-yo thing where the Chiefs win like two games and we're going to yep. win the fucking Super Bowl. And then we lose to one good team and suddenly it's doom and gloom all over the fucking place. Marcus Valdez Scantling is an asshole for fucking beating me in fantasy. Um, Matt Ryan. Whatever. Don't care. Fuck it. Chiefs good. Patrick Mahomes good. Uh, I don't know. Niner, Niners whatever. Their defense is in shambles after fucking being really good. Okay, I love how whenever the Chiefs play somebody, it's the number one defense. They beat them, and now they're like the number four defense. It's great. It's amazing. I, I just want Patrick Mahomes to do that against the fucking Bills defense. That's all I ask. Oh, I, well. I didn't think we – I mean – I don't really think we played any different against the 49ers than we did against the Bills, which is actually a really good sign that there was, like, no letdown coming off of the Bills game or anything like that. Like, we kept high and everything. I think uh, we did a much better job from a coaching staff of using players in this game for the most part. Um, yeah, I, our personnel is better. I want to talk about that real quick. Yeah, go for it, Beans. We took a 10 – we gave them a 10-point spot there, and – I noticed something For like fun. really like different in those my that minor like period there where like Andy Reid wasn't calling anything and then we gave him 10 points and he's calling it. Like I'm not trying to throw speculations out there but for the love of god, can we just go into the game knowing who's calling plays? Like I'm I'm tired of the 10 point spot and then Dude. like Old For big real, red though, takes over, and then like the heaters are just off. They're, they're, the gas is getting throttled. Like Andy Reid might be the greatest coach of all time. If our offense looks like that in like 
three and a half quarters, and it looked like it did for the first like couple drives, like under Eric Bieniemy. Like, like he might actually just be the greatest play caller to ever live. Is he trying I, to prove I, a point yeah. here? Like, is he like trying to tra- take the training? <laughs> I just want to know what the. At at some what point, he... at some point, do you transfer from like trying to help the dude get a job, like a head coaching job, to just like fucking swinging your cock around, like to prove I mean, how much better you are than him? I love. You think English. he just has a switch on his headset headset to like turn it off, but not tell him that it's off? I bet you Mahomes is fucking switching his helmet to turn Eric Bieniemy off. Eric Bieniemy just like, walking down the whole idiot. game talking into his mic, just a dead air. No, but aside from that, the play calling in this game, both offensively, I want to talk about both because both was awesome. You can't tell I'm a very big Chiefs fan and I love schemes and stuff like that. This is why Beans is on the pod because he actually knows shit about fucking pro football. I get a chub over play calling. Anyways, so um, – <laughs> I so what I loved about so let's go over the offense real quick. They didn't block Joey Bosa like okay so the Nick best Bosa. he or uh, Nick Bosa my bad the Bosa brother anyways Idiot. Andy Reid really said the best way to block somebody is just to not block them I'll and he out of the offense it was great it worked and Nicole Hardman did well because of it like those. Those uh sweeps that he ran, Bosa was not touched at those, all. Those were much needed. Those if we can if we can get Wiley done. or Brown to just like because if you think about that, you have to block Bosa. That's a guy that's not downfield blocking a linebacker yep. or a safety. You leave him open, you now have a running Brown or Wiley down the field, and it is beautiful. It is a beautiful. Well, I feel like and then uh Orlando Brown ran down the field. It was kind of an oxymoron, but. Well, and then there was that screenplay on the left side there to uh, McKinnon, I think it was, and literally did not touch any of the down linemen. They just, it was such a beautifully timed screen, perfect, just chef's kiss. Like the timing was there. And I, I, I wish we could just figure it out in the first 10 seconds of the game rather than in the second quarter. That's just my thoughts on that. It was like when someone ran the first screen pass. Like, do you think, like, the defenses were just, like, bewildered? Like, like, oh, shit, I'm not getting touched. I'm going to go sack the quarterback. Like, what the fuck is this? Usually usually you're taught, like, defensive linemen are taught if it looks like shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I know what defensive linemen are taught, though. But But I'm talking, like, when the forward pass first got invented. And, like, (laughs) 10 years later, someone was like, wait a minute. What if we like passed it behind the line of scrimmage and had like everyone blocking up there? Like, what do you think that was like? Oh it was gosh. like when we saw RPOs in like 2015 for the first time. Yeah, dude. It's just like, what the fuck is this? Like, this is yeah. fucking crazy. This is science. Um, I, I honestly do like think about that. Like, for football, this is way off topic, by the way, but uh, I barely watched the game because it was blacked out for me. Wow. Yeah, I know, dude. Fucking Indy, like, I had the esteemed choice of watching the Chiefs versus Niners on my phone, which I did kind of. I had to put you two on fucking mute, though, because I couldn't fucking watch the game because you kept texting back and forth in that group. Um, So I had to mute you guys. (laughs) Um, Yeah. But no, like, but like, it was Seahawks and Chargers, like, on the fucking, like, TV, like on my regular Fox app on the smart TV, it was like, what the fuck is this? Like, I don't, I don't give a shit about that game. 
But um, I, no, I, I do think about like, what do you think it was like the first time someone came out like five wide defense was like, oh, what the fuck is this? <laughs> I still think a lot of the problems that like, and I feel like an idiot saying this after the game that we just watched, but like MVS had like, we used MVS downfield, but also the play that he like got his target as it Charkandrick West, that is their corner in San Fran right now. Um, Old friend. He uh, literally just like is standing there. And when he's like, has a deep zone responsibility, MVS just runs by him flat footed. Yep, I, I do remember that play. Dude, okay. It's like, okay, uh, what? Yeah. But like, I, like we used Juju, correct. We used Juju as a short intermediate Dude, receiver and it worked Mahomes. great. And, Mahomes has a back shoulder throw now. We've yeah. never seen we've never seen him throw this before, except for to Kelvin Benjamin back in twenty what seventeen. I mean, I oh, wouldn't geez. say we've never That's seen him throw. That's a fucking name. One one of the like most famous plays in the Super Bowl was an uh, inside release on Richard Sherman from Sammy Watkins, and then a like back shoulder ball for Sammy to run to it and get it. But he he's had it, and I might argue he's never seen he's had it. But the fact that but the yeah. fact that we threw it, you know, that effectively in that game, like you never, you hardly ever see that in his repertoire because usually Mahomes is scrambling for his life. But for him to just take the step back, drop and that. throw, that's awesome. That now that he has that on his resume, perfect, great. Like How let's many, just keep doing it. I'm I'm miles. not worried about Mahomes. I'm just, and I. This well, offense, we everything were, functions great. We were just, using, I hate scheming everything up because it's inconsistent. We were using everybody correct. Juju, yes. most of his success were coming well, off of the off of the slant routes. MVS, MVS, we started using him vertically, which is what we intendedly wanted to start using him for. Miko Hardman, we knew he was the sideline to sideline guy. We used him that way, and then that was able for us to cut up the middle in our run game, which we had success running the ball. Pacheco started. It didn't seem like it. It didn't yeah, matter. That that backfield is literally like it's like D and D. Like you just kind of roll some dice and like that's just kind of what happens. I think the Pacheco start. Okay, all three of our running backs have different traits. Jerk Jerk McChicken is what I like to call him. Jerk McChicken. He likes to. He's more of that speedy guy. He can catch. He's also a really good fucking blocker. Really good yeah, at he's blocking. Third down guy, as he should he's, be. As he should be. Clyde Edwards-Alaire, he is like that first down, like. Just, Clyde is the mid guy. He, yes. He's a, he is a master. But he, he's a you master. You give him 150 nine. carries because you don't care if he gets hurt. What, I will what, say though, what, like what's the saying again? Uh, a master of uh, a jack of all trades, but a jack of all of trades, none. master of none. That's what Clyde is. Clyde doesn't yes. do anything well, but he doesn't do anything bad necessarily. But this is one of his better seasons, but I wish, like how I texted to you guys, I wish this would have been his rookie. Like he should, he should be more advanced now than where he is. This shouldn't no, be. No, he should be. But anyways, not it, that, so. that's aside the fact. You know, we've got, you know, kind of the, you know, middle of the road guy and Clyde Edwards-Alaire. And then you have our just – Pacheco just reminds me of like a bulldog that you just like hold off by the reins. And then when he grabs the ball, you just say, all right, go, just go. And Yeah, he's – Pacheco is almost more of like the bruiser at this point. Yeah. Yes. And he, it's like the guy that you say, all right, get to the second now, level and deal a hit to a linebacker. Now, once we start doing that, McKinnon's not doing that. I feel like once we start learning more how to go under center, I think that's when Pacheco will succeed. 
I think we need to put Jerk McKinnon's like veteran Jerk. savvy and brain into Jerk Isaiah. McChicken. Like Isaiah Pacheco looks like he played behind one of the worst run blocking offensive lines in college and got his head beat in getting 300 carries a year. And then just like <laughs> went undrafted because he was like, didn't have many good stats and was a super athlete. So the chief picked him up and he just doesn't understand how to play running back, but he's an athlete. He so never he actually it. understand how to play running back. He, he it's could honestly good. play receiver. No, that, that was a too. joke. Cause that's exactly no, no, no. what he is. But he could honestly like play receiver too. Like he's not bad at the catch. Absolutely, he's just that good of an I, athlete. I genuinely feel like Pacheco's role and like I as a Pacheco owner in a dynasty league, I hate to say this. I genuinely feel like his role is probably to get morphed into what McKinnon is doing, just yes. more of like a sizey, speedy type McKinnon guy, but he's I feel like he's guy. the change of pace guy. Like yeah. he's run fast guy. Like yeah, he's, run, yeah. he, he's go go straight and he's like McKinnon, but like souped up or whatever. He's like the upgraded version potentially. I mean, is is he really that much different than McColl also? Like no. Really? I McColl, honestly McColl's position is harder because you have to be uberly smart to play receiver for Andy Reid. And I'm sorry, but McColl just doesn't have what? Wait. Are you why is McColl's position harder? He runs sideways and gets handoffs. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, if he ever wants to catch a pass downfield, <laughs> I love his he catch. He runs sideways and catches an extended handoff that way. <laughs> I just it's love his catch chart. Role. His catch chart is like behind the line, behind the line, behind the line, behind the line, five yards downfield, behind the line, behind the line, behind the line. <laughs> it's great. Anyways, yeah. so, I mean, I, I think the Chiefs eventually are going to need to find like an actual like first and second down guy. Guy, and, I don't think I don't think Clyde is I don't think Clyde is necessarily it in that department. And I don't think and I think Pacheco is like just the heir apparent to what we're doing with uh, Jack McKinnon. I don't know who that guy <laughs> is, and I don't even necessarily want to spend draft capital on it. I would yeah. rather just. I would rather cut Clyde and lose McKinnon and like sign James Robinson or something like that in free agency and just say like, all right, here's, here's two years. Let's wreck your body real quick yeah. for some like a million dollars or so. If, if so, this coaching staff decided to, we could get a fridge a thousand yards rushing. So, I mean, probably, but yeah, that's receiving so, or whatever. Who even would be a, who, who are free agents after the season? Isn't like a really good, Running back, like free agent. Yeah, I, I, I mean, we go grab like a Daryl Henderson or something like that. Kareem Hunt. That's not gonna happen. Yeah, uh, but anyway, get right now for a fourth round pick, according to sources. That sources. But anyways, it, yeah, that was the offense. The defense, like, I think we have the best blitzing team in the NFL. Like, we don't hit home That's all the time. Spagnolo blitzing a ton of people thing though. And it's working. And I know, like, the 49ers don't have, like, the best receiving core. But we shut down Debo. Like, what did Debo go for? What did Kittle go for? Like, Kittle went for, like, like, like more yeah, yards. Kittle and Ayuk had, like, 100 yards each. Like, just roundabout. But, I mean, Jimmy I Drew only threw for 100 yards. Debo, Debo didn't really do a whole lot. I think he had, like, 44 or something. Like yeah. 40 yards or something. Yeah. 
But anyway, well, like the fact that, again, more. I feel like it's just more of a like we decided we were going to take away Debo and like doing that is like a big deal. And we shut him down with two like rookie corners that were sixth round picks, right? Like I, I like how Spagnolo is helping these guys out. They're generating pressure, causing the quarterbacks to frantically throw the ball away. And it seems like and it seems like we're using Chris Jones like Chris Jones is a D tackle, right? So teams are practicing all week for Chris Jones to be in the middle of the line. And then we run into this package here where we throw him out to DN and it just seems like tackles just don't know what to do there. And at whenever you see Chris Jones on the edge, it seems like we're generating our best pressure. Mismatch. It's mismatch. A mismatch. It's a mismatch. You're telling me a six foot five, 200, 300 some odd pound Chris Jones is a mismatch against a six foot five, 300 some odd pound defense or offensive tackle. Yes. <laughs> um, defense wise, I mean, I think the Chiefs are fine. I don't think there's really necessarily anything wrong with them. I, I think I really don't think our defense played all that well in this game. Our offense I, just, yeah, like, I, I think it was just fine. Yeah. Like, and, and no, that's, how I, that's how I felt about my, or the defense the entire year, right? Like, it's fine. I, Gets the job I done. Think, I mean, our, okay, so our defense is 23rd in the league right now in all of defenses. That sounds just about right, yeah. Yeah. But we're, held, we're holding the Bills to four. We're holding a pretty good, like, Niners team to 20-something. Like, we're not doing bad. No, I don't think we're doing bad. It, like we're just more, we're just doing enough to skate by. And once yes. we get once we get our guys yes. healthy, like once we have Gay fully back, we have McDuffie once, back. Once we have guys healthy, says the K State fan. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. Well, I mean, speaking of guys not being healthy, I mean he's healthy, but uh, apparently, fucking Frank. Clark got suspended for two games for no fucking reason, just out of the blue. Is it's that the whole own, gun charge thing? Yeah, like, it's for owning a gun a year and a half ago in California. That was weird. I don't know why he got suspended for that now. A like, year just... and a half later. Our our legal system is amazing, folks. We love it's it. It's not even the legal system. That's the NFL. Yeah, I don't know why the NFL didn't just suspend him, like, either at the beginning of the year or, like, during last year. Well, That's I just find not. it funny that it comes, like, right after the Willie Gay situation. And it's like, oh, these guys, oh, Frank Clark had two sacks this game. <laughs> Let's cut him out underneath his legs. Hey, he gets to get healthy and then be re-injured for whatever. <laughs> I don't, um, I don't like, know. More, more Carl Loftus reps, I guess. Fuck it. I don't know. I don't know. It'd be nice if we would have traded for Robert Quinn, but that, that didn't happen. But yeah, I know. Uh, not to not to just co- get completely off the Chiefs, but they have a bye week, so I'm done talking about them. I barely even watched the game because it was on my phone. I was in and out on it. Um, yeah, Chiefs Chiefs are good again. So fuck it. Robert Quinn got traded. Bears full tank mode. What do we think? I went to the Eagles, and the Eagles suck at getting free agents. They got that ass James Bradbury dude. So, like, I think that we just – no, in all seriousness, uh, the Eagles team – same James Bradbury that's uh, number one in PFFs, like, shut down quarter rating? That, yeah. that, was, that was two weeks ago. That was two weeks ago. That oh, yeah, that was two weeks ago. Yeah, it's, that number's changed. Eagles team is very, very, very good. And um, – 
I yeah, Robert, where's, where's, where's uh, the Robert? Like, I don't genuinely, know. like, do they I, have one? Um, it, getting Jalen Hurts into a passing script, I know that they have the talent, but like, I mean, still, that's the way you go, right? Yes. No, like, it's, I view it the same as, well, I shouldn't even say like that. Like, just, I don't trust Jalen Hurts to just go like toe to toe with Josh Allen in a, yeah. like, Kansas City versus Buffalo type game. But, at the same time, like the Eagles also have a defense that theoretically is just not going to allow Josh Allen to do that like a Chiefs defense would. So I really, I mean, I really think their team does such a good enough job allowing them to dictate what they do that it just kind of doesn't matter. Like yeah, if they, they lose, it's because they lose the game, not because the other team. You know beats who them. they feel like a lot. And I'm not. I'm not saying Jalen Hurts is going to win, like, MVP, even though, like, Jalen Hurts no. Jalen Hurts got to be one of the front runners, right, at this point. Uh, like, I feel like Josh Allen is getting the media coverage for yeah. it, yeah. which is it's a big part of voting because voters can't think for themselves and just let the media tell them who wins it. Right. But, like, they feel a lot like the 19 Ravens, where it's like this team is really fucking good. And there's not a lot of, like, weakness. I mean, the Ravens didn't have, like, the level of, like, receivers that the school team has. But it's, like, the only way you can really beat that team is if you make Lamar throw. And then the Titans just kind of, like, weird gamed them to, like, win that game. And there's not, I mean, Jalen Hurts can still like absolutely light it up in the passing game, but a lot of that is a reflection of the talent he has to throw to, not necessarily like what I think of Jalen Hurts himself as a passer. But I mean, like, re- regardless, if the Eagles, you know that a team's a good team when I say that, like, if the Eagles lose a game, it's going to be because they lost it, not because the other team necessarily beat them. That's like yeah. the only way I see them losing. Yeah, I don't know, man. Like, and now they add at, Robert Quinn. You look at offensive line, awesome. They're good. You look at quarterback, and it's like Jalen Hurts is probably like top twelve right now, depending on where you want to put him. Some people probably from top five. I don't know if I wouldn't go that far. But like running, like they have a good stable of running backs, and like that doesn't matter as much. Weapons, I mean, like. Fuck Dallas Goddard to top five tight end whenever he's healthy. Yeah, they might have like top two or three or one like position receiving position group in the NFL. Darius Slay and James Bradbury is a fucking great duo. Um, and like the D line is good too. Like they're just good. Yeah, like, everywhere. Really fuck. Jake Elliott's a good kicker. Yeah, like they're good everywhere, and it's kind of funny because it's like. You can't really predict them being this good this year because, like, you have to project Jalen Hurts, like, being this good. Because yeah. that's the secret sauce, right? Jalen Hurts, like, becoming that, like, top 10 quarterback instead of being a bottom 10 quarterback where the at worst or best, like, a mid-quarterback. That takes you from, like, playoff team to, like, really fucking good because what people don't necessarily realize and what, like, the Giants and Jets are showing us is – the margins for being really good and like mid and bad are like really short. Yeah. Yes. Like those are very narrow lines, which is hilarious when you think about like the Browns being horrid for 20 years because you can just kind of luck into being good some years. See the uh see the Jags in 2017. 
So I'm going. No, over that's there. all Bortles. <laughs> I'm, going, I'm going over their uh, uh, cap right now. They still have 10 million cap left this year. Uh, next year, if they reconstruct some uh, reconstruct some salaries, they could have up to 20 million in cap space next year. There's no reason this isn't the best roster in the NFL by a wide margin. And for year. how and how many draft picks do they have? Hold on, they have I think two. They have two. I think they have two, two firsts. First. And one of them's a top five. Apparently, yeah. I mean, if the Saints keep fucking so, sucking, yeah. and like. God, can you imagine if this team got fucking Will Anderson? Oh my god, dude! Like this, this, this team like seriously has a shot of being like good for the next three or four years, dude. By the way, I want to like be on the record for this. Um, I'm going to get slaughtered for this when this take is horrible, like for real. Like I'm going to. Um, I believe the Texans are currently the worst team in football in terms of like having the first overall pick. Yeah. And I would take Will Anderson over all these quarterbacks. Uh, dead ass. No, I, no, I was not going to disagree I, with you on that. I, I, my biggest, CJ Stroud concerns me because teams that have a ton of weapons concern me. See Tua, see Dwayne Haskins, rest in peace see you know mac jones currently like teams that just have like awesome weapons aren't super good all the time like deshaun watson was super good because best receivers fucking hunter and and like mike williams for half a season um and i don't think bryce young's like i'm i wouldn't touch him i don't think he's that good i just this is gonna come off really weird but, like, after the Trevor Lawrence and Zach Wilson and the best QB draft in years comes through and all of them suck, like, I'm not – I'm just not convinced there's so much noise to, like, scouting and evaluating quarterback and even, like, developing it in the NFL. I don't know why you would spend a top five, top ten pick on one when, like, the hit rate or whatever is just, like, fucking – massively different just like I, you if you take will anderson and he doesn't get injured like he's just gonna be good he's gonna be really good he's gonna help you out edge rushers don't miss tackles up there mostly don't miss sometimes they do unless you're luke jokel receivers <laughs> don't miss like it's just eh, i would say receivers don't miss i mean after Corey davis like top five receivers are, or like top 10 receivers have been like awesome it's just like a couple that's shitty fair. classes that's like fair. i wouldn't take one of the top five because the shitty draft class but just generally. Yeah, no, I get what you're saying. Honest to God, though, like, this... I think this is... I have text records to, like, talk about what I thought about all those quarterbacks from not last year's draft, but the draft prior. And I thought Trevor Lawrence was, like, Kirk Cousins level. Like, I didn't think he was actually that good. Like, I thought he was fine. Like, Zach Wilson, I thought, was, like, Baker Mayfield with some hype. Like, I didn't really... Like, I saw him being solid, which, I mean, currently he's, like, currently he's, like, very Daniel Jones-esque, like, which is kind of funny because they're both in New York. Like, I thought Justin Fields was probably going to be the best one, and honestly, Justin Fields has been the one that's been showing the most improvement during the season. Like, yeah. Justin Fields actually, like, looked okay last week, like, against the Patriots. I I still think that Justin Fields, like... I think, man, 
I, it wouldn't surprise me if that dude, like, not next year, but the year after is just good. Like, it I, really I, wouldn't. I would argue that's really only because, like, we've seen the low, low lows from all of these quarterbacks, and Fields is the only one that we've actually, like, seen the game where the high comes out. Like, no, I get that. We haven't seen that from. I'm, Obviously, that's a like feather in the cap for Justin Fields. That's a great thing for him to show, considering nobody else can show that. But like, um, I guess I still hold out hope for Trevor, just because like what we thought coming in. But well, that, no, I like, think Trevor Lawrence is like a guy. He's like Kirk Cousins. He's like yeah, the dude. I agree. That, the Jags are gonna hitch their wagon to that dude for ten years. We we haven't even seen him like get close to Kirk Cousins level though. Is the like no, but Kirk turning. Cousins wasn't. Kirk Cousins for the first like couple years that he played, like That's he was just kind of whatever. Yeah. Like I, I think I think Trevor I, I think Trevor kind of just had a lost season his rookie year. And I think Doug Peterson's riding the ship. Tre- Trevor Lawrence is playing about as good right now as he probably should have last year, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, and I mean he, he has like one of the worst like position like receiving position groups in the NFL to throw to as well. So yeah, well, that's the thing with all of them. All of them have horrible receivers. The yeah. best receivers for, like, all five of the quarterbacks that got drafted, outside of, like, I mean, if you don't count, it's, it's like Debo and Ayuk, right? Okay. And then after, like, and Kittle. Like, everything on the Niners is great. And then for the other four teams, it's literally just, like, Jacoby Myers Kirk. and, like, Christian Kirk and, like, um, Darnold. Brandon Cooks. Yeah, like it's those dudes and Brandon Cooks for uh yeah Davis Mills, which all those dudes are like on my fantasy team. So what does that say about me? <laughs> and yeah, I I, I'm bad. I'm dumb. Beans, you look like you have just been bored to death by my arguments about how bad everyone or these quarterbacks are. Why so don't, don't we? Can- why don't we continue talking about terrible quarterbacks and talk about the plane ride to London? Plane ride from hell. Oh my God. Yes. I love these. Gavin, reports. you read you read something before the show started. Read it again if you have it on you. I can find it. I just uh, don't even worry about it. Just paraphrase it, it. It's essentially just like this quote from Russell Wilson about how like everybody else was asleep on the plane, but while everybody else was sleeping, he doesn't sleep because he's Russell Wilson and he doesn't catch yeah, that. Ducks this year. Maybe you should get he, some fucking sleep. He watched film and then he did high knees on the airplane for four hours, according to himself. Uh, while I, he I feel like I feel like that's in jest. I feel like he's talking about like doing everything for four hours, but I can't get the visual out of my head of him literally going up and down the plane doing high knees like, for four hours. How how is a player, one of your teammates, just not look to him and say, "Bro"? I mean, for all we know, up. they are, and he just like doesn't care because he's. Okay, he's got, uh, his, he's got his Russell Bose Wilson. headphones in. Yeah. Hey, I, d- I do want to say one thing in defense of Russell Wilson. This isn't like a defense, but this is more of a – I feel like in my head I can only draw from my experiences of what high knees would look like on a commercial class, like, airplane because I've never been in an NFL, like, first-class transatlantic flight plane. And I feel like that's a, I feel like there's a big difference between like the size of the aisles. 
but still, like no, you, like the point. That's not the point. But like the thing is, is like he probably had plenty of room to do high knees in the aisle. No, <laughs> I get that, but it's in the, my head, it's just like he's doing it in a commercial plane. But it's still the yeah. presence okay, I, of him. It's still the him presence. No, of him like doing I'm not it. disagreeing with that. I'm yeah, just saying like context is important. He's still a fucking jackass. Like, I get it, like, to a certain degree. Like, he is getting older. He's trying to take care of his body. And, like, I, I can understand that to a certain degree. Like, you got to make sure you keep your health on top of everything and make sure, like, whatever you do game planning makes you feel better. I just feel like this was very spontaneous of him saying, I'm just going to get up here and do high knees for four hours. I don't think it's spontaneous. I think he just fucking is... He's a bastard. Yeah. Uh, two things with that, or I guess the first thing, let's just assume Nathaniel Hackett is fired. Like, I don't think that's a crazy leap of faith. Is there any, is, what uh, is the percent chance of him staying? Zero? Um, <laughs> I would say like 10. 10? Okay, wait. Let me, let me, let me say this. So I, I did see a rumor that if they lose to the Jags, they're going to trade Bradley Chubb, probably. I yeah I saw that too. But anyways, um, Ga- Gavin. Like, I, I would say twenty five that Nathaniel Hackett stays. <laughs> okay, here, here's the twenty five percent chance that Nathaniel Hackett stays. They beat the Jags, right? Oh God. And what what would that make them? Like three and five if they beat the yeah. Jags. They beat the Jags and then they finish the year like six and three. And go like nine and eight and somehow make it into the playoffs or something like that. Gavin. Which isn't gonna happen because they're gonna lose to the Chiefs twice. Oh, it <laughs> <Yeah>. is backwards. <laughs> no, like, that's the thing. It, it the and the other thing too is is like if you fire him after one year, like you're gonna have to pay a shit ton of money. And like there's at least a five to ten percent chance that Denver would just be like, fuck it, let's just like re-roll the dice here. But it's not like but, you have draft pick capital to make yeah, it up. So that was my main point. Like, well, I, I wanted to say let's fire Nathaniel Hackett because, like, he still gets some of the blame. And, like, nobody attri- – people don't attribute as much. They've started to recently to as much of the blame to Russ. My point with that is you're locked into Russ. You ain't yeah, got like, no draft picks. Like, you can't what's do the concernometer for a Denver fan? Concernometer? <laughs> well, okay. The concernometer <laughs> – the concern meter for me at this point is like a hundred percent. Like I'd be a hundred percent concerned about what me too. Like one, the thing is, is once you fire Nathaniel Hackett, like it's just like ripping the bandaid off. Right. Right. Wrong or indifferent. Nathaniel Hackett could be fired from this job. And then like in five years, cause I don't, how old is Nathaniel Hackett? Oh, fifth. Like, is he in his fifties or his fourth? I think he's in his fifties. Okay, this would be a better analogy if he was, like, in his 40s. But Nathaniel Hackett could get fired, like, tomorrow and then, like, be an offensive coordinator for, like, three to five years again and then just come back out, get another, like, retread opportunity and then just win, like, two Super Bowls and no one remembers what happened in Denver. You know what I mean? I'm not saying that would happen, but I'm just saying, like, Nathaniel Hackett could do that. But, like, you just need an absolutely fresh start if you're Denver. Like, you just need a breath of, like, fresh air. And Nathaniel Hackett honestly needs a breath of fresh air. And you can't Good give job. it to Russ because Russ is there unless you're just going to 
I don't even know who would fucking trade for him at this point. I'm sure someone would, but you're if not they were, that. So if they were to uh, – hold on. Let me reset this real quick. No, don't even say if they were to cut Russ because they're not going to do that. I just like the hypothetical here. Just hear me out. Somebody would give them actual capital for Russell Wilson. Uh, so next year, I'm actually impressed. They have 23 million in cap next year. They don't have a lot of players, but they have 23 million in cap. Cut and Russ, negative 61 million. Okay, that like like that's the thing though. Is yeah. like they wouldn't cut Russ because geriatric Matt Ryan netted like a second round pick. Russell Wilson would still net. I have a feeling Russell Wilson would still net you multiple first round picks or like a first round pick and like a conditional first round pick. <laughs> what the fuck are you smoking over there? <laughs> Gavin, Gavin like cold. I'm telling you, you don't want to believe that. But stupid you, NFL teams. I, I, I it, agree. It's not you. even about stupid NFL teams. It's just Russell Wilson's a former like pro bowl, like borderline all pro in some season, like caliber quarterback. And like, Matt Ryan just went for a second and can't even beat out Sam Ellinger for the rest of the season. And Carson Wentz the previous year basically went for a first round pick and Carson Wentz just gets passed around nowadays. So, I mean, like, am I, I, I don't feel like I'm wrong. I feel like you could definitely finesse that from somebody. I don't know who it would be I like the Saints. Like the Saints seem like a team that would be crazy enough to just be like, yeah, yeah, you did two first round picks. Yeah, fuck They're it. Too, there you go. They're too cap strapped. Yeah, but like if they weren't, you know what I mean? No. And I will say though here, or like uh, the Jets, you could see, eh, maybe not with Joe Douglas. Joe Douglas actually isn't fucking stupid. But you know who is stupid? The Giants. Yeah, there you go. The Giants trade two first round picks for fucking Russ because reasons. I'm looking Bang. at, so I'm looking at the 2023 cap for Denver. If they restructure some contracts, they have over, they have about eighty million in cap space availability next year. Just remember, this offense only sucks because Tim Patrick is gone. Yeah, yeah. that's what it is. Yeah, no, uh, Russ is. <laughs> you need to look at the picture I just sent in our group chat. I've been working hard at that. Oh God! I'm just saying, guys. So. <laughs> Um, I'm going to move us on from uh, Russell Wilson. I want to talk about... Uh, I, I did have one thing I wanted to say. Oh, go ahead, that, Sam. Sorry. Before you go. Um, this is more funny than anything. I follow this guy on Twitter named Brian Suter. Yeah. He's like a YouTube doctor. Huh? No, keep, keep going. Oh. And he was like... T- so, like, he's a doctor. And he was, like, talking about how funny it is. Like, how, like, athletes will talk about how hard they train <laughs> and everything. And it's like, bro, like, what do you want? Like, a congratulations for doing your fucking job. Job? Yeah. It's like, dude, your job is to be available to play football games. Like, what the fuck do you mean? Like, like, why, like, why are you being like, oh, like, oh, rah, rah, look at me, like, how good I did, like, what I'm doing. It'd be like me if I went out and, like, proclaimed to the world that, like, I worked so hard on, like, my fucking, like, rack design process or uh, project. It's like, I don't know one gives a fuck about that, but. That was the last thing I wanted to say. Gavin, where are we at now? Are we to baseball yet, or are we still no, talking football? Right now, we're to um, Elijah Moore being pissed off with the Jets. And, like, when I talk about this, I don't want, we don't need to spend too much time on this. But I think it is interesting, given some of the things we've seen this year in the NFL, where, like, and I, the Falcons come to mind, where, like, 
they're not actually trying to win games. They're just trying to not lose games in hopes that like they can just go 500 and win some games. It's like you're you're down multiple scores. You're still just aimlessly running the football, not even like trying to come back into the game. The Jets are winning games, but like I don't really have a feeling that like if they lost, that they would actually. The Jets and Giants are just kind of winning. Like it doesn't. Yeah. Make sense. <laughs> no, it doesn't like, make sense. That that's kind of the thing, because like now you look at it and you're like, all right, well, if they were losing, I still think that they would just like run the ball and try and lose by less. And now like Elijah Moore is just like pissed at that, like thinks it's fucking retarded, probably because it's fucking retarded. And Elijah Moore is a bitch. He is a bitch. I I agree with him. I think he's correct. However, like you're just not in a position of power here. You have nothing. Like you you played well for you know what they did? You you know what the crying got him fucking benched for Denzel Mims. He hasn't screwed up for a game in like a year. And they won. Yeah, right. and they still won, even yeah. with Brees Hall tearing his fucking ACL. Yes. No, that's so like, uh, I don't know, dude. It, my own, the only reason this is a story to me is this is like the first time I remember a young player on a team that is winning games complaining about their role and requesting a trade like during the season. And my concern with that is we're in a era where we have free transfers in the transfer portal in college. And I almost wonder if people are going to come in, not get their way for a year and a half and then want to get traded. And then NFL teams are going to tell them to fuck themselves. I've never heard that take before, but that sounds motherfucker. That makes a ton of sense. I mean, Damn the, it! The, what the crazy part I is like, that. think about you hate, you hate what I'm saying. Yes, I don't feel like it's not true though. No, that's what I I agree maybe, with you. I maybe not for like that. the sixth round. Ra- I I wouldn't be concerned about like the sixth no, round. No, but like guys. no, but you're gonna see. I I I see what you're saying though, and I'm seeing a lot of three third round players and up not getting their way, and then saying I'm leaving. It's what? like oh yeah, dude, I'm like a top 100 pick. Like this team fucking <sighs> sucks. Like well, think about it this way. Here. Joe Flacco still has more passing attempts than Marcus Mariota right it's now. Hilarious, honestly. And during those games that they were just uncorking the fucking football, Elijah Moore still wasn't getting the ball. And like, I'm still a believer that like, if you're out there running routes a shit ton, and he like led the Jets in routes all of those weeks, and apparently like, I I don't believe that Joe Flacco is just refusing to throw the ball to him. Yeah, he's going to dump it off more. and what. Yeah, that's uh, what I feel like it's more of, though. I mean, like, Brees Hall got, like, fucking, like, 10 targets in a game once. No, I, Joe Flacco I, just checks down. I, I get that. But even if, uh, like, and Michael Carter is getting targets, too, in those games. But still, when you're throwing the ball 60 times and Elijah Moore is ending with, like, four targets, like, that's just kind of on Elijah Moore to me. Because, like... I don't know, like, get folding chair open and he'll find you. I, I got nothing else to say. I He played well for four games, like, last year. And, like, like I, and don't get me wrong, he played really well. Like, almost all last year. It's like, I don't – it's like, dude, yeah. you haven't proven – you haven't right. proven squat. Yeah, no one's coming know. out here, like, complaining about Trevor Simeon, who played well for a couple games, like, not getting his – not getting any starting jobs, so. Yeah, I mean, for me – to wrap it up, it, it just feels very 
childish. I don't even want to say entitled. Entitled is not really the right word. It feels very premature and very it, – it's a very bad look. I mean, if you yeah. want to get traded – like, I completely understand, like, you need to get catches to get paid to put, you know, food on the table. And that's kind of a big deal for wide receivers because, you know, like, you're very – you're a very dependent position. Right. Offensive line is really the only position that's not dependent. You either are fucking good or you're not. Like, everything else kind of depends on everything else. But, like, I just feel like we're too early for this. Like, yeah. you have a whole season, yeah. and if it continues to go this way, it, even then, like, Corey Davis is probably not going to be on this team next year. Like, the whole yeah. point is of drafting Garrett Wilson is it's you and Garrett Wilson. And then, like, right. there you go. But whatever. And you're getting outplayed by another rookie receiver on the team. Yeah, which it, also it's whatever. Sense. Like, again, it's it's weird – I hope yeah. it doesn't start a trend, but I didn't think people sitting out the Sun Bowl was going to start a trend, and then people started sitting out the Orange Bowl, and yeah. now, like, you never know. Yeah. So, so uh, we talking about baseball yet? No, we have our first uh, dumbass off of uh, the week for this week. So who's a bigger dumbass, uh, Jim Ursay or Frank Wright? Like, who we got here? Okay, genuine question. Is Matt Ryan, like, actually hurt, though? No, well – Jim Ursay said that even if he was healthy, we're still benching his ass. So, wow. Okay. Um, you know matter. what? For my money, I think Sam Ellinger sucks. I thought Jalen Hurts sucked. I don't know. Maybe someone said that some dude who's a Texas fan on Reddit said that he had a lot more zip on his ball which he then said was his biggest knock, which wasn't true. It was just the fact that he wasn't good at quarterback. Um, but again, I said the same thing about Jalen Hurts, so who fucking knows? Um, good Somebody, luck. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully. You think it's a locker room issue? I don't know. No, huh? I, think, I think this is like an internal thing. Like somebody's going to lose their job at the end of this year. Like you can't keep missing after Andrew Luck because you went from Philip Rivers, right, to – Jacoby Brissett, Jacoby Brissett, yeah. Philip Rivers, uh, Carson, Carson Wentz, Wentz, Matt Ryan, He's and now you're down to Ryan, by I the feel way, like huh? this is a requiem of like. I feel like at this point they feel like the season's pretty well lost. Yeah. And that their best course of action is to lose a ton of games, and to get a good quarter and to get a quarterback in the draft <sighs> or like position themselves to pick a quarterback in the draft. And. This is either a Sam Ellinger is good enough to be our quarterback going forward, or he's so bad that like we're just going to lose more games than we would with Matt Ryan. God, are and we? How close are we to Jacob Eason playing? He's not even on that team. He got cut. Like, also, uh, I'm pretty sure their threshold Nick, for the conditional pick with the Falcons was uh, like percentage of the season played. So they also turned that second round pick into a third round pick if they bench Matt Ryan at this oh, point. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's probably the other thing is that, that's the other thing, too, is like Matt, you, you saved the draft pick. Um, Matt Ryan, I feel bad for. I've really liked Matt Ryan for the entirety of Matt Ryan's career. He's done. Yeah. Really he's, he's been a very good quarterback. He's like on that. He's like Philip. He's like worse Philip Rivers with an MVP. So he's like kind of the same as Philip Rivers, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, I would love it if Matt Ryan made the Hall of Fame. I don't think he will. Um, 
Matt Ryan's going to go down as that quarterback that I remember because he's one of like the early like childhood draft icons that I have. Um, and I'll remember him, but I don't think anyone else will. <laughs> yeah. So I feel bad for Matt Ryan. I kind of hope that he gets one last chance to like rock, but I don't see where that's going to be. Like genuinely, I, I genuinely don't know. I don't know. Maybe the Manders will, maybe we'll just follow Carson Wentz for the rest of time. But to be fair to Sam Ellinger, he did beat out uh, Nick Foles for the backup job during the season. So I don't know what that's This is true. It's baseball time. It's baseball time. Guess who was right about the Phillies? I was right about the Phillies. I'm a fucking genius. I'm the world's smartest man. So the Astros swept the Yankees, which is amazing. Fuck the Yankees. And the Phillies beat the Padres. Four to one, Bryce Harper hit the game-winning, what ended up being the game-winning home run. Go ahead. Is it like the end of the baseball season? Or like, yeah. Okay. There are a minimum of four games left, a maximum of seven games left. Between so the Astros the and the Phillies. Huh? Are they playing the World Series right now? No, I think they start on the 28th. Correct me if I'm wrong, Beans. I think you, you're right. Yeah, you are right. Which was weird. Okay, like this is the weird thing about baseball is like for from the wild card to the LCS, it was like boom, 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 boom. Games every fucking day. Like teams are playing back-to-back days. Like it's bam, bam, bow, And then like both the LCSs went five and four games respectively. And we haven't had baseball in like four days. Yeah. Like they planned out like they planned it out for like this long series and like a little bit of a break like, between the LCS and the World Series, and, like, we didn't need any of it. (laughs) So, like, we start the World Series on Friday, I think, and, like, we just haven't had baseball for, like, four to five days, just for funsies. Um, But, yes, I'm very excited. The Astros are perennial chokers against uh, National League East teams, random National League East teams between the Braves and the uh, Nationals. Over the past couple of years, their only win came against the Dodgers, and then they lost somebody else, too. I don't remember if they lost, actually. Nope, they won. They, 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 this is their fourth one, excuse me. So they didn't lose to anyone else. But yes, it's a good time. It's a good time to be a baseball fan. It should be a pretty interesting series. The Phillies are like not good, but like hot, and the Astros are good and hot. So, you know. Astros are probably winning this in five, low-key. But the Phillies have two really good pitchers. Yeah, Astros like, have more than two really good pitchers in a better lineup. Shout-out to the Astros for uh, going from all those scandals to making it back, you know? Yeah, you know, maybe maybe they maybe were they cheating, are. but maybe it didn't matter. <laughs> yeah, maybe they are just, like, that good. Like I, I think <laughs> it's one of those things where it's like, oh, you cheated, and then, like, you go to the World Series, like, two out of the next three years. It's like, wait, maybe you were really good. Yeah, like, maybe it They've gone to make. the LCS, like, six times in a row. It's like, maybe they didn't need to cheat. Maybe it's like yeah. Barry Bonds, where it's like, oh, you would have been a Hall of Famer even without steroids. Yeah. That's funny. Um, but yeah, that was a gross series. Uh, Yankees versus Astros. Like, I I didn't know who to root for, and then I remembered fuck the Yankees. So uh, I definitely root for the Astros the entire time. <sighs> Felt good. And I got my Phillies pick right. So that's like worth something. 
Who wants to venture out a prediction for the World Series? No. Astros in five. I was also going to say Astros in five. Nice. It's Astros in five or Phillies in seven. The Phillies are either winning a really long fucking series or the Astros are going to blow the doors off this team. I agree. Astros also haven't even lost a playoff game. They're one win away from tying the Royals for best playoff start and uh, two wins away, obviously, from breaking the record for best playoff start. Or most games, like, one in a row before the, like, before losing in the playoffs. So, there you go, and there you go. Wait. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, who's gonna, who's gonna break this one? That's a little low. You know what you should do? You should add in a, like, baseball hitting sound effect or something like that. Um, so I think we're at the end of the show, right? I think that's yep. right. Yeah, we're, yep. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we're at the end of the show. I'm not even looking at the show sheet. I'm just no, you're not. It's, we're, it's we're, locked I, in. I, I can't believe that we've done 41 episodes of this, like genuinely. <laughs> I can't believe that people have listened to this. Hey, if you're still here after listening to 41 straight episodes, if you listen to every episode, uh, you're probably still here, which means it's a good time to tell you we're doing the Flyover State radio show next week because Beans can't be here. So we're going to just fucking all hop into a Skype call. It'll just be me and Gavin, and uh, we'll tweet the link out at our uh, Twitter account. Me and Gavin will retweet it. Um, It'll be at underscore, underscore, F3S. That's underscore, underscore, F3S on Twitter, all capitals. So if you like to listen, you want to hop into Skype, you know, we can talk, we can chat, we can do whatever the fuck we want. So a little shameless promotion right there. Beans, what's your thought for the moment as we get to the dumb stuff? All right, so... This is a pretty good one, in my opinion. Um, if you could sacrifice one state to save the rest of the world. So, like, you're sacrificing a state. Like, it's going, uh, and the world is, like, saved. What state would it be, Gavin? Do I take backlash? No, like, you're saving. Yeah, no, you're a hero. Do I have, everyone's all in on this. Like, no yeah. one gives a fuck. Like, even the state themselves that you are choosing is sacrificing themselves. I, I don't and, think that's true. And there, there is no like decision. Like you say, the state, you push a button, it's gone. So it's gone. There's no collateral damage then. It's just like within the state borders. Yeah, like it's just yeah. So like, if you chose like Wyoming, like does that just become like a giant pit or like it, yeah, what happens? It, yeah, it's or an ocean. Yeah, or an ocean. Oh, that'd be a cool ass lake. Now that I think about it. Um, yeah, you're sacrificing okay, so a state to save the world. Initially, right. Initially, I think the obvious answer is just like Hawaii makes a lot of sense, right? Mm. Like oh. I, I, I know that well, it makes sense geographically, like geographically, okay. and like dude, like everyone's like, oh my god, like Hawaii. No, is so that makes sense. All this. But like, dog, like, oh yeah, Hawaii's so beautiful. Well, how many times you been there? Fucking zero, probably. Like you don't, they, you're never. You know, your ass is never going to fucking Hawaii. You don't give a shit. And they hate land people. They hate us. I'm I'm sure they do. Fact. And guess what? The United States has like America, Samoa, and Guam. Just go there. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, if you get rid of them, like I agree with you on that. That's not my state, but I agree with you on that. Like, uh, if you take them, if you get rid of Hawaii, like, uh, you can buy Puerto Rico or something. I, like, well, we already. Puerto Rico is already a territory. No, but you would make yeah. it a state. That, that was actually a, what I was going to say. Like, you could make it a state then, right? You, you know what? Uh, 
just supplement it. Like, you know, there's Hawaii, uh, but you get Puerto Rico. Rico. Rumbling, tumbling, good old boy. Get rid of California, boy. <laughs> like, California is <laughs> probably the most popular answer here. It's got to yeah. be, I feel like, the most popular, like, if you just went up on the street to ask, like, people, especially in a politically charged situation, it's California or Florida. Yeah. I, I was so, going to say California, but I want to do it by – I know there's like all those tests on like what you would have to do to like trigger a massive earthquake at the San Andreas fault line. Oh my fuck no. <laughs> We're not doing the movie San Andreas. Fucking <laughs> ass. You said we gotta get rid of it somehow. Like move all the people and then just like watch it just tip over. Ocean like fucking Atlantis. Yes. <laughs> What do you want from me here? If we're losing a state, we're doing it well, in no, fucking they, style. I agree with that too. Like they always say, oh, San Andreas is going to fall at some point. Why not do it now? Do it now. Fuck it. Why not? Uh, screw it. Yeah. Um, I Is Hawaii actually my answer? Hawaii like feels like the very obvious and logical answer. I, but at the yeah, same I time, like part of me also wants to do you to like Nebraska. And then we have like a giant lake like close to us. But then it's like, okay, but if we get rid of Nebraska, then like a bunch of people from California are going to want to live around the fucking lake. It's like, eh, I don't really know about that. So. California into the ocean. <laughs> what did you say? Can I choose just the upper peninsula of Michigan? Oh, my God. I was wondering the same thing, too. Like, I would have said. I feel like, like that's only half the state, though, so I don't feel like that counts. Um, I'm trying to think of – dude, okay. The thing of it is, it has to be Hawaii. It has to be Hawaii because of geography. Everything else would bug the fuck out of me. Like if you got, like if you got rid of like fucking like Oklahoma, okay, for instance, like, like that would just bother me. Like geographically, about, like, that would bother me. What about like Ohio? Like that would still just bother me geographically, and then we would lose Ohio State. But make it like a know. Great Lake. That make it a Great Lake. Yeah, but again, then we just lose Ohio State football and like the Browns and the Bengals and like all that crap. But do we need Ohio? Oh, it's always Ohio, always has been. But or or Gavin, you are muted to high hell. What if we took Iowa, put it where Oklahoma was, then we took Oklahoma, put it in Oregon, and then got rid of Oregon? What? (laughs) I don't know. Do that again. This combo's gone by. By the way, I sent you guys a text because I didn't want to say it on air. So, oh Jesus Christ! If we don't dump, (laughs) (laughs) oh my fucking god! It's about perseverance of land, okay? If we can't have it, no one can. You know what? Uh, Yeah, Hawaii. Hawaii final answer. <laughs> okay. What are you saying? What are you saying, Beans? Which well, I wanted to say the about? Upper Peninsula of Michigan, but I might say Maine just because of Maine. Maine also makes geographic sense. I will. So, or Rhode Island. Like, Rhode Island I feel also like, makes geographic sense. And I feel like all tens of those people won't be mad. So, like, can we cut off part of Florida? Just like leave the rectangle part at the bottom to like make the nice like corner. No, because then I'd want to make that into Georgia. Well, I mean, give it to Georgia. I don't care. But wait, can we just like redraw the border to like that's what I was trying to do. All of it, and then just like sink like the part that no one lives in. 
What it? We'll Joe give Lightning. him Florida. Okay, I will no, wait, wait, wait. Okay, let me think about this. Let me think about this. What if? What if we just gave like the entire state of Kansas to like Missouri, except for like I don't know, like fucking uh, like Alma uh, or something like that, and then like we just made a bigger Alma Lake. And there you go. And then we'd have beachfront, we'd have lakefront property, Beans! And that's where all <laughs> the Kansas people have to live. Exactly. It'd be fantastic. Yep. We solved the riddle. Yep. We solved the riddle. Your riddle was our match for our collect Beans. Yeah. Yeah, that was the Will Anderson of ideas. <laughs> Thanks, I appreciate all right, that. Uh, my hot take for the day is that Beans' phone is probably about to die, so I'm not even going to bother with betting. We lost so much. I haven't bet in two weeks. I'm not. Oh, we would have. We would have. If we would have. If we would have bet everything that we have said, we would be like bankrupt. Yes. Yes, I know. And I'm glad you haven't put any money in. <laughs> I. I. I mean, I like would be okay with betting for myself. I feel like our parlay is always fucking garbage, though. So you know what? We'll come back to it next week. He said last week and the week prior. And the, and the week, week prior. prior and the week. He did it again. He did it again. He did it again. 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 <laughs> All right, let's move to hot takes. Um, who, who wants to go first? I, I um, see leaves. Yeah. Leaves. Um. Yeah. Leaves can break off. Okay. I, why are there trees? I, I, why do, why did I choose to live in one of the, <laughs> one of the Why trees? are there trees? Why in do the, they produce oxygen for me? I live in one Idiots. of the, how do you say it? I live in one of the most treesiest, tree, tree, trees, tree filled. trees tree filled. Tree filled no, areas. I live in the, I live in the treesiest area in Kansas and our go. fucking yard is just fucking leaves and I got to pick those up one day and it sucks. Bro, just get a fucking uh, mower with neighbor's lawn. What? Just get a fucking neighbor's lawn. I can't because our fence is. I have a fence, so it's like I can't. (laughs) Neighbor's lawn. (laughs) Dude, fuck my neighbors. My neighbors used to always do that shit to me and my mom. And like we'd. Mom would make me rake the leaves with her, which like would take an hour, hour and a half. Because, like, we had to get everything. You have, like, 10 feet of yard. <laughs> Dude, those trees lose, like, all their fucking leaves, Beans. I have two. Three. I have three beans, trees. Beans, 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 beans. Just because the thickness changes doesn't mean the area of combing changes. Okay, all right. Like, you still have to comb the same, like, amount of area despite the leaves. Obviously, you might have to comb it more than once. But it still takes, like, an hour, hour and a half. Because Mom makes me fucking bag those bastards too and you know again i might i might just throw them in the street and have them figure it no, out no we would do them in the storm drain and then like the there wind you would go. fucking come and then like all the leaves from my neighbor's yard would fucking end up at my yard and we have to do it again it's like go fuck yourself take this from a pro <laughs> oh god i couldn't say i couldn't say it with straight face never mind i was gonna say put all the leaves in trash bags and stuff them down the storm drain <laughs> you can just take them to the dump they're not that hard to dump Burn them. I, I, I know. Just burn it's just, your lawn. That is an option. I love you yard. Burn it and reseed it. Would you rather? Would you rather reseed your lawn once or pick up leaves? Reseed. I reseed. Yeah, they just burn your fucking lawn, dude. Yeah. Uh, actually, I'm sure yeah. that's. I'm sure with leaves and wind, that would just be absolutely super safe. 
Yeah. And you get the neighbor's lawn. <laughs> we'll be thanking you. <laughs> yep. You can be sheeted with a different grass every year. Yeah, just let it keep going. Like, don't stop it. <laughs> we have the greatest fire in Wilmigo. <laughs> have you ever considered not picking up the leaves? Get the whole what? neighborhood okay. involved. That's like, another thing. Like, who created the mindset of picking up the leaves? Is there like a that's law? That's what I'm or saying. If you touch your leaves, you're like fucking hidden, idiot. Like, is it just so the grass like still gets like sunshine and shit? And like, I mean, obviously it's probably just so your leaves don't decompose I mean, on your fucking lawn. I thought it was like a class status. Like, oh hey, look at that guy. They don't have leaves in their yard. And hey, look at that loser. He has a tree. He has a yard. I'm, I'm sure that's what it is. Yeah, I don't give a shit about my lawn. If I ever get. Yeah. If I ever get enough money, like my lawn is fucking field turf. I'm not my I'm fuck not fucking mowing that shit. Fuck that. What, Kevin? what did grass do before the cavemen invented the rake? <laughs> the wind did I it. I think the grass did just fine. Like we don't <laughs> have to touch these leaves. Actually, grass it, it used to be the taller your grass was was the symbolism of status so if you had ta- back in like britain like back in the prehistoric times whatever the taller your grass the more like classier you, you were. say england in the prehistoric times yeah that yeah that time by the way that sounds itchy as fuck <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah let me go like fuck around in my lawn and then like, i imagine it's just like a symbol that like your yeah. servants don't do shit but that's okay. Why wouldn't you want it shorter? You can't do it. Grass isn't like a crop. Like, what the fuck? Like, what do you... Like, you just have it long because you're fucking lazy. I don't know, but then one day some rich guy was like, I'm just going to keep this yard green and mowed all the time. And now look, here we are today. <clears throat> Whatever. Um, I, yeah, uh... I AstroTurf... Or not AstroTurf. Field turf lawn, like, for the win. Like, fuck having real grass. I'm going to move us along here before Sam's phone or Bean's phone die. Sorry, not to accuse Sam's phone. Um, this is oh, something I feel very strongly about, and I believe like 100%. Um, I don't have an accent. What? I speak English. You have an accent. What? I don't have an accent. I fucking speak English. That is okay, what I so- speak. Uh, Wait, yeah. are you are you saying like, I have an accent? No, yeah, no. I was talking about everyone else in general. Everyone oh. else has an accent. I speak. Wait, that, that's just your factory default, bro. Yeah. Wait. So you have an accent? No, 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 no. I do not have an accent. You don't everyone have an accent. Gavin to Gavin doesn't have an accent, but Gavin to like an English person would have like an accent. No, I so, speak fucking English. I speak Gavin. He has an accent. Okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but like to to him, like he doesn't have an accent either, even though he calls so it Tuesday. Are you He's talking speaking about, the wrong English? Are you like, talking like are you talking like Midwest accent or Southern accent? No, he's or like talking Boston. about his specific way of speaking. <laughs> or is there like a? Are you talking like? Boston? I mean, I, like yes, personal. that's effectively what I mean. But like, you're both correct. Like, Gavin so, thinks that there's eight billion accents, or yeah, billion eight billion. No, accents I speak out there. the correct way. There's oh, one dude. correct way. What do I speak? You you speak the same way as me. You have the like normal oh. accent. Everyone else from like not here has the wrong accent. Oh, Again, so you're saying like oh this oh. is a rel- this is a relative identity. <laughs> oh, relative. I see no, I get what you're saying. Again, this is all relative. <laughs> 
I don't no. see how more people don't agree with me. But I mean, I so think you're that saying you, like you're you saying speak like, normal to me because that's my experience. I'm sure if I grew up in fucking England, so I would think if, that you sound like a Yankee or something. Someone from Japan moving to the U.S. You're saying they have you, an accent. They have yeah, an accent. But if you're an American moving to Japan, you would also have an yeah, accent. No, no, no. What is the universal language? Very just like Midwest English. Midwest English. That is what the fucking aliens are going to speak, and I'm going to be on my high horse you know, saying I was right. Okay? Actually, I have to be fair, to be fair, like in movies, that is kind of the default accent, I feel like. Like, why are aliens always coming to the United States? Like, who? why aren't they landing in, like— a movie in the United States. Like, what if they land in, like, Antarctica where there's nobody where, there? Where would aliens actually, like— go? Antarctica, there's nobody there. No, I'm, yeah, I'm talking about if they were trying to make, like, contact. Like, where would they act? First of all, how would the alien – the aliens would probably just go where the – they would probably think the most important city is just the one with the most population. Japan. They? So they would just go to Japan. Like, they would just go to Tokyo and blow that shit up. Why would you well, – we, like... we already did that once, but – Godzilla. <laughs> no, that was a road And we failed because they still speak Japanese, and they don't speak <laughs> Midwest English. <laughs> Hey, day. Um, but no, like if aliens were to just drop down like in any random civilization, I feel like it would probably be Japan. Like why? Or why, India. Why, why, Loki might actually be India because there's the most people like packed in there and they why might. Why would just you think, land oh. where the most people are? Why wouldn't you like because if they're trying to like you know I mean, we're gonna be quite you know, honest. They're gonna land. They're gonna land somewhere boring like Canada or something. Yeah. Are like we that. assuming no, that they're mean aliens? You're gonna make if you're an alien and you're coming in and you have like the equipment to like scan like where there's a lot of people and you want to like do first contact. Wouldn't you just go to the biggest city? Wait. So we're assuming that they're mean aliens. Good. No, no, no. they could be philanthropic aliens, but wouldn't you just go to like where the because they don't know anything about the world. Like, they don't know who the most important people are. They would just well, go to the people that speak Midwestern English. The people that speak Midwestern English. They'd come here so they could communicate. <laughs> you like they would end up in India or Japan. Well, they probably speak that language. So, like, they, I mean, they might not. Like, why would they speak? Why would they speak any language? Well, I don't know. When I picture an alien, I do picture them speaking Japanese. But, like, why would they speak any of the languages? Language is just a construct. Because they sound the same. But we can just make up our own language on spot, like, over the next year. Actually, Gavin, didn't you have your own language? Yongi Song. <laughs> yeah, Tong Tong. <laughs> tong Tong, I forgot about that. <laughs> so you have an accent. It's Tong Tong. No, that's a, that's a language. That's a language, not an accent. I'm not Jesus. an idiot. But is there different accents to Tong Tong? No, oh my I god, tong, is there different oh, accents? Oh, I tong. Is there different accents to like Japanese and like Chinese? Yes. Like there there's regional dialects. I mean, like it's like England. Yeah. If you Can you imagine like Japan, a southern well, draw Japanese speaker? I mean, they probably kind of exist in that mold, but I mean like go to go to the UK. Like people from I'm, Scotland don't sound the same as people from Wales as the people from no, England. Sc Scotland's actually Wales. second on my accent tier ranking list. I need to like 
completely get it done on like what's correct to like most incorrect you know what we should do gavin i bet you there is an accent to your list somewhere on the internet and we can just do that next week okay yeah no honestly uh okay i don't want to do correctness though because again i don't feel like you can say one is more correct oh there we go yeah see it's there but like we should (laughs) rate it on like how good it is why did they list them in flags i don't know Oh, I know I, flags. You can just share it. I I know the flags. Uh, ha, okay, you, hang on. I gotta don't share, share it now. We'll share it next week. Uh, hang on. Nope. I'm got oh, this. He's already sharing it. Uh, well, I don't. Uh, now he's gone. Yep. Now he left. He's gone. Gone forever. Aaron Hernandez. Aaron Hernandez. No, I was wondering why my name was SD, but I figured yeah, it out. You're a smart dumbass. Can you see it? Yeah. So that's. Mexico, Nigeria, American, Great Britain, Germany, Germany. Canada, China, Australia, uh, California, Southern. Here, please don't talk. That one's Middle East, I think. The last one's Middle East. Is that I the guess. Southern United States? Yeah, sugar. Yeah, that's a and up here, Midwestern English. So. But it shouldn't, it's not, it's above best, it's just correct. By the way, I am completely anti, um, I, I guess I haven't really seen, heard a, uh, yeah, Australian, I, Russian, Scottish, Southern, so, you see, there's a lot of controversy there. Someone had Southern in, like, the worst, and then someone had, a. <laughs> It's just British and India. Oh, my God. Um, but someone had Southern and S, and someone had Southern and, you know, F. So, you know. <laughs> oh, that's the hottest accent. Oh, I love the internet. Internet's good. Okay. Do I have a hot take? No. My hot take is that hot takes are dumb, and Will Anderson should go first overall, no matter what. So, okay, let's wrap this up as Gavin continues to look at tier makers. Um, do we have any final words? Yeah, I need a new phone. <laughs> I actually am supposed to get a new phone this week. Nice. I was supposed to get it last week, but uh, I was too late. Why am I backwards? Why aren't you backwards? Oh, never mind. That's on Gavin's screen. Okay. Gavin is still sharing his entire fucking screen. Gavin, don't look up your history right now. Oof. Let's see. What can we see from his browser? So I'm trying to see. I'm trying to see if Gavin is looking up anything. Oh, small time. Okay, all right. Well, I thought that's a small penis. Um, (laughs) All right, well, Gavin is currently browsing. I think he is dead to rights in order to, uh, you know, give a last word. So mini-me in the top right corner of this whole contraption. You can see everything else in the bottom. Wants to thank you for another fantastic listen if you've made it this far. We thank you every single podcast episode at the end for listening and being a part of our community, and we really appreciate it. We'd enjoy if you like, share, and subscribe the video, and maybe hit us up on Twitter. We already said it once, but here it is again, underscore, underscore, F3S, underscore, underscore, F3S, all capitals. We want to again invite you all to the Flyer State Radio Show next week. It'll be a fun-ass time. Or Gavin and I will just ramble on about nothing, sweet nothings the entire time. Beans, thank you for giving us the opportunity but not being. 